Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 803. And today we continue looking at the gift and city of GNQ55, which is freedom. And today's episode is a keynoted Heavenly Hydraulics, as Richard Roth talks about this concept in his book, The Jinkies. We're going to be going up what he means by heavenly hydraulics today. He's making a reference of the life of the dragonfly, which is very interesting. It kind of has become the kind of like the banner of the jinkies, right? The older uh, version of the uh, cover of the book had this uh, DNA helix, but the newer one is a white one with a dragonfly in front of it. And he's talking about the um, the, met, the kind of like the um, the example, the, the metaphor, if you will, of how the um, the dragonfly spends most of its life underwater. It's an underwater animal that does not need to come out of the water, doesn't need air outside of the water, and it goes through these different moltings, these different mutations. And it keeps transforming and transforming until one point he's it's going to reach a, a part in its DNA. It's going to trigger a mutation that's going to um, propel the creature to um, reach out of the water. And eventually it's going to have a similar transformation to what the butterfly goes through. But now it's out of the water and eventually it's going to use this um, water to pump through hydraulics into the new thorax, new kind of um, um, elements of its body that has, you know, they have transformed and now it has wings and it's going to pump this water so that the wings and the thorax expand and the tail and everything. And then he's going to take to the sky, right? So he makes the me- metaphor of water as emotion and, and um Water has always been connected to emotion in, in metaphor, as far as we can recall, because um, en- emotion is energy in motion. So it's um, a metaphor of the flow of these emotions, right? And the more and the more we understand what emotion truly is, uh, the more we can properly navigate these waters, in quotes, right, of emotion that we experience through life. And most important is really understanding the nature and the purpose of emotion. When we understand that emotion is the consequence of experience, um, then we can kind of start backing up from that and finding out where all of that comes from. And why? And if we can understand that, then we can uh, process this information that has turned into truth and has become actual energy in motion. And now it's being processed by the biomachine, the body, to give us the full experience of what is to be alive in a in a physical environment, right? In a three-dimensional space-time physical environment. Because life exists everywhere and there's no such thing of like death. You know, there's only life, but there's transformation of this life um, through the different uh, possibilities available in this multiverse. And so 
To properly have a full experience in this reality, we have to understand this process. And the understanding of this process is still going and it's still going to keep going. But we've been at it for, you know, at least 13.8 billion years, right, since the Big Bang, 13.8, 13.3, something like that. I don't quite recall. But and then, you know, several billion years after that, when we had that kind of um a few billion years of the expansion of the universe where there was so much um, water everywhere and the perfect temperature. And, and that's pretty much where civilizations began developing somewhere in, in many places in the, in the universe, right? And eventually we're the descendants of that at some point here on this genetic experiment in this planet. Um, but we're still understanding what is to be alive and and how do we properly understand and process our experience here when we understand that the design of this biomachine is made specifically to um, um, digest physical experience and, and meaning consume it, digest it, process it, understand it, gain its wisdom, gain its, its experience, to turn it into wisdom, and then let it pass through, return back to God, because that's what God is doing. God is experiencing reality through all of us. And so the problem, the main problem that we have in this reality is that experience gets stuck in the body, gets stuck because we are unable to process the experience. And you can, you know, blame and say for any this or that reason, but that is the fact. That is why we have suffering in this reality, because we are unable to understand reality and process experience and to truly integrate it, transform it into first truth and then wisdom. So emotion is, if we're talking about a physiological level, it is the uh, production of chemicals in the, in the body because of the frequency that we're experiencing through the entire biomachine because it is designed to experience frequency and it comes originally pure from the nothing from the void itself there's consciousness then which is everything right not material but potential and then it turns into a thought and then thought eventually turns into light light turns into sound sound turns into matter and so we have this biomachine made out of matter, but it has all these levels of frequency. We've been at it on Jinky 22, and at the beginning of the uh, shadow of this Jinky 55, and many throughout the entire um, uh, the entire um, work we've been doing here with this podcast. You can find we're talking about all of these levels of subtle reality, different levels of consciousness that are literally planes of existence of reality that are not physical but still exist here in physicality. That's why people and all anybody, when you're having a dream, you're having these experiences in other realms. And, and there's people that can perceive this or even exist in these realms while physically. And that's ultimately where we're going, right? But as we have two levels of this experience of emotion, we have first, when we uh, contemplate, you know, um, a thought, right? put our attention into a certain point of all of thought, all of consciousness, we, we focused in on something that is going to return immediately or generate this uh, electrical current in the brain, going to run through the entire nervous system as an electrical current, and it's, it has information and, and commands. 
that are gonna get distributed through the glands, through the brain, through the glands, and these glands, including the brain, are going to generate these chemicals according to the frequency that the thought is. So every chemical produced by the body uh, has a, a matching frequency. And, and this frequency is thought, and it's also light, and it's sound, and it's matter, and its form as matter is um, chemicals. And um, these chemicals get distributed through our, um, um, all, the, all the glands, through the entire body. So the entire body gets flushed with these chemicals. And these chemicals are what produce, because they're carrying a frequency. It's chemical at a physical level, but it is also frequency. So they're going to generate a, an emotion. That's what we call emotion. It's, it's electromagnetism generated by the frequency of all these chemicals flooding the body. And that's the first time we have emotion that is it's literally projecting or distributing or, or broadcasting this signal that the whole body becomes a, like a speaker of frequency and it 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 reaches it leaves out the the individual bio machine and it and it reaches out into the field right and so now we're broadcasting a frequency tone that frequency tone is it's another command that is commanding this reality to um, commanding the building blocks of this reality to reconfigure and create an experience. An experience that has that same frequency that we are broadcasting. And so that experience is going to become a manifested experience and it's going to be magnetized to us because we have put that order in the restaurant of God, right? Then we're going to have a physical experience that match the frequency tone that we are broadcasting. And now we're having the return of that energy that we've put out, what they call the prodigal sun, right? And that is going to enter through the electromagnetic field. And that is the emotional body, right? And that is what's created the return of the emotion. Now as experience, it has become manifested. We're going to have an emotional response or reaction to the experience. And now it's when we have the full cycle of emotion completed. The problem here is that we do not, we get, we have trouble accepting the return of this energy. And we're going to be talking about that today. What happened? Why don't we accept this return of energy? And this is why we have all these problems. This is why we're going through all of these 800 episodes of this podcast. It's a, comp it's a concept, very simple concept, but to actually put it into practice and understanding is profound. And so we have to go through all of these angles to kind of tackle it from all these areas so that we can understand what the fuck is going on here. So we're going to go into all of that. But before we go into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that will get you started with what we're doing here. What's the purpose of all these podcast episodes that talk about the Gene Keys. There's also a link in that page that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Click on that link that will take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using uh, to um, navigate through these Jinkies 
in order for us to uh, understand reality, understand our experience in this reality right underneath that link. You'll see the actual an actual example of this hologenetic profile. It looks very um, geometrical. It's a big circle with little circles, 11 circles inside of it with numbers and words and lines across it. This is the hologenetic profile and it's a, it's a map. It's the map that we're using to uh, position our attention in these areas of consciousness that will begin streaming, will begin downloading a specifically relevant information to you in this lifetime, at this point in your life that is relevant to your life. Why? Because these keywords, and you'll see the words right there, then the numbers are the jinkies and the words are, you know, the, the, the process that this jinky goes through, um, these keywords are are, um, are open a certain stream of information that it's uh, specific for you. When you position your attention on these keywords, you're opening a gate in consciousness and you're going to start downloading a specific stream of information, data, not truth. All right. And that will begin this process that I just mentioned of, you know, because we position attention, we're going to generate this emotion is going to generate a frequency tone. And eventually we're going to manifest a physical configuration of reality that will give us the full experience. That's what we're after. We're after the experience, the understanding of the process from fear to love to enlightenment. And we call it the shadow, the gift and the city, the divine gift, right? This is what all of these 64 jinkies that are based on the I Ching, the ancient um, Chinese wisdom of the sages that they compile and they figure out. It's called the book of changes, right? So they figure out what change is and they, they put it all into a system, right? So this is kind of like an updated version, included all, you know, spiritual traditions and religions, all the good stuff. And it's it's flexible. It's a tool that we're using to uh, hone and, and position our attention with our contemplation. So that's all it is. It's a tool that uh, enables us to understand ourselves, understand change, understand why our life is the way it is and gives us the opportunity to move ahead, to, to, to expand and, and digest our life so that we can move to a higher frequency. It's, it's all about raising that frequency. Fear is separation. Fear is where the bio-machine, body-mind consciousness lives because it knows it's going to die. So it's all, everything that it does, what we call the personality, right? It's, it's so that it can prevent its death. It's trying to protect itself, right? Nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, it's you know, instincts. But the problem is that we have become entangled with it to the point that we believe that we are this bio-machine, but we're not. We are the individual point of attention of God. And um, when we learn to detangle ourselves from the personality, we discover our true power, which is free will. The, the ability to, to command your attention at will anywhere in consciousness. And I literally mean anywhere. And there is the infinite of consciousness. We live in a little box of reality because we've been trained to look and believe as real, only a small spectrum of reality. So when we gradually move our attention from fear to love, 
the universe begin opens up. And we have 64 ways that we're looking at the same thing. We begin with 11 with this um, hologenetic profile because it's profound study. And eventually once you go through that, when you realize that, you know, we are all and we have all of these 64 gene keys within our DNA. And uh, not just the physical DNA, but, you know, the blueprint of physicality even going all the way back to where we come from which is even not this multiverse, but the previous multiverse. But that's another story for another day. So on that page, episode 256, you will find everything you need to do your work to use these tools, this podcast to help you understand your life so that you can manifest fulfillment in your life. That's our goal here, to live our lives, to face our life, to to face our challenges with dignity and and able to digest experience without being a victim, without being a tyrant and raise that frequency so that we become the true funnel of the light of creation, the divine light of creation into this world and so that we can receive the beauty and the wisdom and the light of life itself returning back to God. And that is our goal ultimately to raise the frequency ultimately of the bio-machine so that it returns back with the wisdom of having this experience in this reality back to God, right? On that page, you'll see a video of Richard Rod explaining what's the hologenetic profile, uh, um, uh, an audio that explains what is hologenesis and the story of the sacred wound, right? What are the 64 names of love? You know, how to read this profile. There's more charts that explain the lines and everything. There's an index of all the episodes on the podcast. Uh, and, you know, according to the three sequences of the polygenetic profile and, and all of the 64 jinkies, materials recommended for a reading, we, I recommend the Art of Contemplation. This is the main tool we're using for contemplating these jinkies and obviously the jinkies book. But, you know, I mean, all of the jinkies book, we're be, we've been going through all of these episodes on the podcast. If sitting down and reading is not your thing, you can just listen to this while you're, you know, doing the dishes or gardening or driving, right? Sometimes I like listening to stuff better because I can do something else while I'm listening to stuff. So it's pretty useful. There's a bunch of resources there. There's Jinkies charts, the spectrum of consciousness, dilemmas of the 64 Jinkies and the 64 victim patterns. All of these are tools are keywords that helps us digest our experiences in this reality so that we can understand why are we so afraid and withholding from truly living life to our best, uh, to our greatest potential, right? And it is because of fear, because of the misunderstanding of reality. We believe we are separate from each other where there's only one thing going on in the entire multiverse, and that is God in all of its levels and, and, and beauty and exp- infinite expansion of expression. So all of that is there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, Jorn.tv, Pearl Planet, Who Am I, The Pioneers of the Great Awakening, click on the About tab and listen to episode one. The goal of all these brands we have here is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. We do not have a real civilization right now. We have a fucking mess of society, of reality here. The only thing real here is you, your relationships with others, your creations before they get absorbed 
by this, uh, what we call this hierarchical matrix system, a world shadow, if you want to call it, that transform everything and absorbs everything that everybody creates and turns it into a, a, a machine that has no soul and has no purpose except um, continuing this bureaucracy that is destroying and, and creating so much suffering. And it is our fault. It is not them, the, the deep state or the Illuminati or the elites. They are just the consequence of us falling asleep on the driving wheel. And so as we reclaim our attention, because the biggest currency in the universe, not time, it's not money, it is attention. All of the world stage is the way it is because we are feeding our attention to that. When we remove our attention from that and stop believing the lies of everything, the mainstream media, the, the scientific community, the, the corporate, the economic financial system, the educational system, and we realize the fakeness of all this stuff and we focus our attention on a real reality that we put together with our frequency, not the things we do, but who we are at a vibrational level. This is the blueprint, right? It's, it's, um, it's frequency, higher frequency. And so it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you're vibrating at a higher frequency, the frequency of love, the frequency of the recognition of God, of yourself in another. When you're looking at everyone and at everything and you see yourself, that is high frequency. And so... It's about learning how to love ourselves, learning how to respect ourselves, learning how to treat ourselves with dignity and kindness and, and you know, growing organically instead of trying to push, you know, a square peg in a round hole where it doesn't fit. And that's what this reality is trying to do. It has an idea of what life is and it's trying to shove it on everybody. You go to the educational system, it's trying to turn kids into cogs for a machine. There is no true education in the educational system. And more important now than ever, they are not even learning. The other day I saw this video of a, of a teacher freaking out. He says like these kids, you know, they're on sixth, seventh grade. They cannot even read. They are all hyperactive looking into the, into the, um, to the social media feeling unworthy because everybody's so pretty and so successful and they're not and everybody's richer and everybody's where's their attention their attention is on stupid insignificant stuff what my body looks like you know if i'm gay or not you know, all of this shit is insignificant because we are not these bodies these bio machines they are vehicles they're glorious they're the temple of god but we are not them the more our attention is on the body, the less our attention is on God. And what is God? God is life itself, the expansion of life. We are not expansive. We are not expanding in this civilization. We are contracting. And, and you can see that at a personal level, people are retracted, suppressed, contracted. They are afraid of being themselves, of expressing their truth. You know, they don't even understand that they're there. Right. I'm not talking about you because obviously you're here. I'm talking about most of, you know, civilization. So when we realize this fake reality and understand what is actually going on, then we have choices and, and we can move our attention, you know, on untangle our attention from this hijacking of the media and this hijacking of this society and religion and all of these things and, and culture that try to drag you into a mud hole and say, fuck that. I have been given by God free will. I am an unruly being. 
And I, just like Jesus said, were made on the image of God. What is God? God is the creator. When you chose, when you personally choose to position your attention on something, you are creating reality. I, I personally like to say you are, you know, sending a signal to reconfigure the already existing building blocks of reality. But that's, you know, we call it creating reality. But it's really just, you know, like since energy cannot be created or destroyed, what you're really doing is rearranging it, right? But that is creation, right? And so that is what we are. And that is how we create a completely different organic future that unfolds in high frequency. We're not here to fight this war against and try to bring down these tyrants. We're here to recognize what's going on and choose different. That is our greatest power. We don't even need to fight that fight. Just build a different future, right? Just like uh, Buckminster Fuller said, I'm paraphrasing, you know, um, you don't try to uh, fight the, the establishment, something like you don't fight the, the, fight the, 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 the you don't try to, to change the, the, you know, the paradigm, right? You create a new paradigm that makes the old one obsolete. And that's what, that's the ultimate weapon, really. Create something completely and attention goes there. And then now we have a completely different timeline. Those who are not doing, they're going to go on a different path. And uh, God bless them, because uh, eventually we're all going back to God. But that path is scary as fuck. It's non-organic and it just gets weird and weird by the day because people are just following orders. And we are not here to follow orders. We are here to explore the infinite. And you cannot explore the infinite if somebody's telling you an order because that order comes from the known. It's, it's past. It's the past. It's, we already been there. We need to go where we haven't gone before in order for us to do that. We have to realize that we can. So this is um, on that page, on the About page. You'll see at the bottom the, uh, our um, uh, resources um, section. Um, and this, uh, these are videos of what's going on here, um, what, what happened with what's in this um, COVID vaccine, right, which is a bioweapon. It's not a vaccine. And what's its true intent, right? What is mass formation psychosis? What is the art of subversion? What is the, glo what is the global economic coup d'etat? If we can understand at a physical level the consequences of the metaphysical and consciousness in action or inaction, <laughs> one word, right? And then we can understand why we are where we are. All the suffering and poverty and hunger of the world is by design. There are no mistakes and when you realize that, you will slowly and gradually begin pulling your attention from what the world demands from you. And you're going to put it somewhere else. And that is going to create a completely different reality. So all of that is there. But let's dive into what Richard Rod is talking about here with Heavenly Hydraulics, right? I'm going to give you my feedback as we go through this. Basically, he's telling the story of the dragonfly, right? To understand the true nature of the coming awakening, one can find a beautiful parallel in the life cycle of the dragonfly. Dragonflies spend most of their early lives underwater. As underwater insects, they are known as nymphs. And unlike most pond insects, they do not have to come to the surface for air. For most of their lives, nymphs live totally underwater, where they are highly successful predators feeding on anything from leaf litter to small fish. During this stage of its, of its life, the nymph goes through a series of molts. 
stages of maturity in which it sheds its skin, the dragonfly sheds its skin, but still remains a nymph. These stages of the insect's life can last several years, so they live on the water for years, right? And during this time, it has no idea whatsoever of kind uh, of future exists ahead for, 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 the, for the insect, right? Um, it is undergoing a series of hidden mutations. Then one day, all of a sudden, the, some sleeping gene deep within it is triggered and the nymph does something totally out of character. It finds the stalk of a nearby plant and climbs out of the water. For the first time in its life, it tastes air and direct sunlight. And I'm going to pause it right there for a second. But, you know, if you ever think of magic, you know, we think that magic is this like, oh, magic. And, and you know, it's at its very core, you could say magic is just the acceleration of time. Because when you look at stuff like this in life, I mean, the growing of a baby, right? The transformation of, you know, of, of a creature like this from one thing to a completely different thing. That is magic. Where, when you look at an egg, right? When you, you buy, you're going to eat your egg. That, that, when you open it up, it's just this yolk with, a, you know, with a, what, what's it called? The, um, the outer part, <laughs> I don't remember now. But uh, it's that thing, right? And it's just liquid. And that thing, you know, if it was fertilized, it would turn into a chicken. I mean, that is magic right there. The only thing that's standing in between that magic is time. But there's a code embedded at this, you know, at the DNA level that it's telling matter to reconfigure in a way that it's going to turn into something else. So when we're talking about here about electromagnetic fields emanated, broadcasted from your body with a frequency tone that it's information, that it's a command, just like the D coming from the DNA, that is telling reality outside through electromagnetic fields to reconfigure the subatomic structure to create a physical reality that you're going to experience. And that is magic. Now, where we talk about magic, we would say collapsing time. And so, you know, somebody doing something, you know, like right away, you go like, wow, that's magic. But it isn't. It's just, it's, it's coding. It's math. It's embedded in the signature of the subatomic structure of reality. And it's all just building blocks floating around. And they respond to your attention. Your attention is the, is the command that triggers reality. Right through electromagnetic fields, it's information embedded in electromagnetic fields, and so you know this is a fantastic example because now he's taking that whole concept and you know looking at it at a biological level. How magic, if you want to call it, it's actually happening, happening all around us. Right, magic is happening all around. Water is floating in the sky in the shape of clouds. Well, we understand that it's vapor. It's a different state of water. That is magic right there. Water transforming from liquid to, to um, vapor, to uh, gaseous state. And then when it's cold enough, it's going to snow. And then it turns into ice. 
So that is different stages of physical reality. We're used to it. We don't look at, we don't appreciate it. We just, okay, it was snowing. Okay, it's just raining. Okay, it was just dry, right? It's magic. We are surrounded by magic. The more you become aware that you and everybody else, we are surrounded by magic when you see a pregnant woman. They're literally growing another creature inside of them through the genetic code knows to transform that sperm and an egg. It's just a glob of liquid. And it has a code. And as the mother eats food, that food, which is matter, it's going to get transformed at a molecular subatomic level into an eye and a kidney and an arm. And, a, and, and another human being is growing in, in the entire mammal field and, and the birds and, you know, in the entire of life. Right. We are surrounded by magic and we barely take notice of it because our attention is in the fucking stock market and paying taxes and, and worrying about your mortgage, you know, and, and stupidity like being seen as a climb, climbing the corporate ladder and becoming important because at the very core, we're carrying the sacred wound of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. And everything we do is to prove that we are when we are completely loved and we are worthy because we have been given the greatest gift that anybody can be given, the ability to command our attention, the free will of God that commands the universe itself. That is the love of God without any judgment, without any expectation. God doesn't say, well, I'll give you free will, but don't focus here or there. Free will means free will. And, and yes, there's a lot of suffering, but that's the lower frequency of God that it's kind of like, you know, we got to start somewhere and, you know, thousands of years of butchering each other because we are morons, <laughs> you know, we are barbarians. At some point, we begin to feel love when we're tired of the bloodshed and the stank of war and poverty and hunger and sadness and, and, and hurting each other. These are the games of the children of God, and we've been playing them for billions of years in countless star systems all throughout the multiverse, right? And now we're here in this, you know, most recent or the, the recent, the, the cutting edge of genetic evolution, these biomachines we're writing in this reality, coming to a place of, of unity at a genetic level, right? And a lot of us were learning and, and you know, looking up and say, fuck, I'm tired of this shit. Is there something else than butchering and, and suffering? And yes, there is. It's love. And love is the recognition of yourself in everyone. Right? And so that manifestation, and, and because of the love of God, there is creation and examples throughout nature that we can look at, you know, and look at immortality. When I look at immortality, look at a, one of these sequoias in California. Big, these huge trees that have been there for thousands of years. You know? Or look at the sun. You say, well, it's gonna, at some point it's going to go supernova. Yeah, but you're not going to see it in this lifetime. You know? For all you care, that's an immortal star. And eventually, you know, you say, oh, the whole universe is going to expand. It's going to cool off. And then it's going to contract. But life keeps going on, right? Our minds can go there, but are they accurate? 
Once the nymph has left the safety of its underwater environment, the sunlight begins to work on it, catalyzing what will be its final molt. It is at this stage that the true magic occurs. As the advanced creature hidden within the nymph crops the outer larval skin. Over a period of several hours, four crumpled wings appear and the distinctive slender thorax begins to uncurl. What is, what is of the great metaphorical relevance at this stage concerns the element of water. Now, where, here's where Richard begins to make his analogy of emotion and water, right? As the emerging dragonfly rises out of the element of water and prepares to be reborn into a new life in the element of air, the water that still exists within its body becomes the key to the transformation process. Through a process of hydraulics, the water within the nymph's body is pumped into the emerging wings and thorax, causing them to unfurl and spread out for the first time. In other words, the dragonfly assumes its aerodynamic shape by means of the water from its old life. This water is what drives its mutation from nymph to dragonfly. As soon as all the water is expanded, expanded and the dragonfly is fully extended, it takes to the air and begins its new life. Right? Aerodynamics. The life cycle of the dragonfly is a perfect metaphor for the awakening of the 55th gift. Right? The city, for the 55th gift and city, the raw energy of our emotions becomes the vehicle for the unfolding of our future awareness. And once the awareness is born, our life exists forever on a higher plane. So he's talking about right here the you know inclusion of the experience. When I was talking early about um, when I was talking early about the um, the return of the energy of our emotions, right? We're going through this process of generating this frequency, broadcasting it through our electromagnetic field, commanding the universe to, you know, rearrange the building blocks of reality so that we can have a physical experience with an, a frequency match to our broadcasting of, of our signal, right? The same signal. And so we are now having that very specific experience. That is emotion. The, the return of that electromagnetic energy that is created, somebody screaming at you, that has a frequency. And it's very different than somebody else screaming a different thing, right? Every frequency, there's infinite frequencies, right? So that's going to go through your emotional field. That's going to trigger whatever shadow that we have inside, right? These different levels or different understandings, angles from which we are understanding fear, right? And at the very core, obviously, we can follow it all the way down to the sacred wound, right? And this is where it gets stuck. Because we reject it and say, fuck you, motherfucker. And now we're fighting them. Right? I'm not saying that you should be a doormat. What I'm saying is the messenger, this, this, whatever your experience is, has nothing to do with them. Yes, you're going to deal with your challenges. Yes, you're going to make physical decisions. Yes, if somebody comes at you with, you know, and she starts, you know, 
insulting you, whatever, you're going to respond to that. But the key here is to let the emotion pass through. You have your experience, you have your response, you are playing this game, we're here in this theater, we are participants, we are characters of the, of the play, right? So you're going to do your part, you're going to do what's needed, you know, if you need to fire somebody at job, you fire them, you know. It's not like, this is one of the hippie head trips that say, oh, well, you're Jesus saying, you know, we'll turn the other cheek, you know, let them spank you. Fuck that. It's not about that because you need to understand separation between your physical experience playing the play in the theater that we are here and digesting the frequency, the emotional frequency. The emotion is your power returning as we accept how we feel about whatever we're experiencing. We're not necessarily accepting whatever tyranny or whatever it's going that it, that is happening. You know, like you say, well, now you're going to have to take the fucking mRNA vaccine and inject yourself. You know, otherwise you're going to be, you know, losing your job. You're going to make a decision there at a physical level. You say, fuck that. I'm going to go move to another state and find another job. Now you made a decision, but that's on the physical level. Now, the emotion was, fuck, you know, it went through, it made you feel, you know, afraid, it made you feel, you know, worried for your family and where are you going to get the money and, you know, all of this trickle of emotions, right, that you, we can identify with external visual stuff, like this is related with me not having a job and this is related with me, you know, what are my friends are going to say now that I say I'm not taking this fucking mRNA vaccine, but those are images on the outside, they all have, they're all triggering a specific frequency in the shadow level within you. So when that energy is returning, is touching, going through that emotional body, and that's what we want. And what it's going to cause is pain because the personality is losing its grip. You're no longer that part of the personality when you accept the energy. And what you're going to do is you're going to take that energy, accept it into your heart. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt like hell. But you're going to say, this is me, this is God, this is me knowing and becoming stronger and stronger and powerful equals peace, inner peace. And you might cry and you might go through all of this stuff, but you take that emotion that you are feeling because the emotion is yours. Whatever messenger outside that's, you know, sending, give, bringing you, delivering you the bullshit, you know, the emotion that you feel out of that experience has absolutely nothing to do with whatever the experience is, has nothing to do with the asshole or, or the messenger, has nothing to do with them or the situation or the event or, or any of that stuff or the thing that's happening. It has to do with you. You are the one having that emotional response, right? And because it's that frequency triggering what you already have inside, when you let it out, it's going to be recorded on the soul. And that is truth. Now you know because you allow that energy to return. What do you do with that thing? You give it to God. The problem here is when we say, well, I'm responsible because I'm a piece of shit. No, all of that's head trip of the personality. I'm talking about raw electromagnetic energy with a frequency tone that triggers a, a flood of chemicals in the body that you experience as emotion. It's a whole process, but it's frequency at a higher level and another plane of existence. So you let that into the heart. You take responsibility for the emotion. This is my emotion. And the moment you take responsibility, you are reclaiming your power. And that power it's very relaxed and peaceful. 
You're not pointing fingers. It's your fault that I'm feeling like this. No. It is the process of experiencing physical reality. The process of experiencing where have you been putting your attention. Little by little, you're going to learn to not put your attention in drama. Because you put your attention in drama, you're going to manifest drama. And then drama is that drama is going to hurt. So you start training yourself to start broadcasting a higher frequency signal of love. Love to yourself. Recognition of beauty. And I'm not saying that, you know, because we have a lot of baggage. We have, this is why we're looking on these jinkies, right? Some of this stuff is old as the mountains. You know, lineage of lifetimes after lifetimes of unresolved shit. So when you take this journey, a lot of shit's going to come to you like waves of shit. And it's, I'm not saying this is not for the faint heart. The true spiritual journey, it's, you know, at the beginning when it could be 10 years, you know. This is what's called the dark night of the soul, right? But you let that take responsibility, let it, you feel that pain. And you say, this is my pain. Thank you, God. You return it and give it to God and say, God, I have absolutely no fucking clue what to do with this thing. But I take responsibility for it. It is my power. And I embrace it and I give it to you. And you know what that does? It gives you the next level of frequency because you, you might not know what to do with it. But there are no limits to the power and knowledge of God, of the infinite of the universe. This has already been experienced somewhere else. There is a, a ray of light. At the moment you do that, you give it to God, you open up a gate in, in, in consciousness and a stream of information going to start downloading whatever you need to understand and integrate that experience. And it might happen a few more times, right? But at some point, because you're now becoming self-sovereign, responsible, you're no longer a fucking victim. And you're not a tyrant. You're not going to go after that motherfucker and chop their heads because of your emotional upset. Right? Yes, you, you, know, you might fire them if, if they did something bad in your business. You know, but that's not out of you know, re- revenge. You know, it's just you know, the dynam- dynamics of business. You know, if, it, if it needs be. right? If this person is bringing drama to your, your, your company, you fire them. Say, I'm sorry, but you know, we don't want that kind of stuff here. You know? Nothing personal. And truly, genuinely nothing personal. And I'm not saying this happens in 20 minutes, you know. There is work there. But the key here is accepting the energy. Accepting the fact that you are having an emotion. Because this is how the transformation happens inside of you. And we're going to transform. Because that consciousness, that choice of focus... It's, a, it's, it's telling the biogenetic structure at the, at the cellular uh, genetic level to open up that gate and begin that process that uh, Richard is talking about here with this jinky of transforming the biomachine into the next level of reality. And eventually, as more of us become responsible of our emotions, because the emotions are ours. When you have your emotion, it's the response because of the physical, whatever manifestation experience that you're having. But the emotion is yours. They didn't come from them. They provided the vehicle for you to feel that. And you're feeling the consequence of, of, of living your life with your attention in lower frequency of fear. When you start raising your, your attention 
to love, you're going to start having the manifestation of experience. And, and here's the beautiful part. You choose, you begin to choose to position your attention on high frequency and you're still going to have shit coming your way. But little by little by little, you're going to be able to see it from that expanded awareness that Richard's also talking about. We talked about that yesterday. So whatever the shit's coming from, little by little, you're going to start feeling less and less pain until you're going to start feeling compassion and empathy and sympathy and love. And you see the other person because they might be going through that same thing because, you know, it's, it's a mirror. Somebody's bringing that energy. At some point, you're no longer there. And you look at them and you go, fuck, man, I was there. And it sucked ass. And now that's love. Now that's compassion. You're not going to go and say, oh, poor baby. You know, you're just like the fact that you're having that response to the experience. It's it, you're now you're broadcasting that signal. So they're going to pick it up because truth is frequency. You can't talk until the cows come home. It doesn't fucking mean anything. But what you feel in your heart, people feel on their electromagnetic field. And if they're not ready to handle that frequency, they'll disappear from your reality. Because they're not vibrating at that same frequency as you are. And new people will arrive with that different frequency. So this is how we train ourselves to love ourselves. So you want to forget all of this shit that I just explained just love yourself and take responsibility for your emotions. This is my emotion. I am the one feeling like shit. It is not because this happened. It's because I am the one having the emotional experience. And that is energy. And that is what's transmuting the bio machine and eventually, you know, triggering this change that Richard is talking about. Right. So he's saying, um, the raw energy of our emotions becomes the vehicle for the unfurling of our future awareness. And once that awareness is born, our life exists forever on a higher plane. Awareness. Awareness of what? Of our heritage as children of God, our place in the universe, our true power, and the fact that there's no such thing as other people. There's only one thing going on here and it's a transfer and movement and the change, the changes that we're talking about here of energy, energy flowing, changing, redistributing, reconfiguring, dissolving from one form to another and us recording as a soul all of these experiences at an emotional level, returning that wisdom, that experience back to God. As we experience, every one of us, all of this vast playground of reality. So this metaphor also shows us that as a species, we must dive deeply into the emotional field where we will go through a series of mutations of which we are generally unaware. That's exactly what I just talked about, right? Whilst we exist in the world of emotions, we will have little inkling of the life that exists ahead of us. When the 55th shadow finally mutates fully, the collective awakening will truly begin in earnest. And so he's talking about, you know, this waves of growth, of change, spreading through the morphogenetic field and, and going through the DNA of our whole civilization. And we're talking about that. But it's a consequence of the choice of people like you that have come to this place to that ask the question, well, is there any more to life than war and stench and poverty and hunger? And fuck this. I'm tired of this shit. Is there more? And God says, yes, there's love. 
And that is the realization of who you truly are and what is your kingdom. Because this, is, this playground belongs to the children of God. And what are the children of God? All creatures. It belongs to all of us because there's abundance. We don't need to hold anything back. The more you allow life and allow yourself to be who you are, the more you allow others, the more joy and fulfillment and freedom reigns within all of creation. So that's where we're going and that this is our manifestation and eventually goes into the body, right? And the body follows. And, you know, the, the genetic, you know, codes that are, you know, have that trigger, just like the dragonfly at some point, punk, turns on that gene and now we grow wings. I'm not saying we're going to grow physical wings, maybe some, <laughs> I don't know. But we are going to begin to perceive reality and collapse that space between focus and manifestation and the way I see this, this is my own personal contemplation, is the manifestation of this reality comes through a different perception of time. Because as we begin to perceive time differently, we will become aware that magic is all that exists in every single aspect of all of reality, starting within our heart. That transmutation of that emotional energy, it's pure fucking magic. Only... And incredibly powerful and strong as, as the foundations of the universe being like you and all of us have that power of transmuting such energy, such suffering and letting it be the, um, the ground where the seed of love turns into this beautiful tree. And this is the future where we're going. So we're, uh, we've reached the end of the episode today. We're going to... Tomorrow, we're going to come back with the early stages of the awakening sequence, right? He's going to go into, you know, what he has seen as the, how this thing actually happens, right? According to his vision of this great change, right? Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. Uh, when you go to join.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. On any page, you will see a list of all of these um a podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Reason, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podvine. But only you can find all the 800 episodes on Jorn.tv and Podbean. And uh, I mean, the other ones you'll find only only 500, <laughs> which is still, you know, that there's, you know, there's enough there. And um, when you go to Jorn.tv or JotTV at the bottom, there's a Link that says Pioneers, when you click on that, that will take you to the category in the website, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are our guests that we invite into the podcast to share with us the story of their journey, how they went into darkness and how they found that which they needed to found their essence, their truth, that, that treasure, love, whatever it is they need to find there, which is all the same, high frequency, right? And how they came out the other end and now they've become of service because that's what happens when you discover love in your heart. You can't hold it back. But now you're, you're, you're yourself. So you're going to give it in your own unique way, which is exactly what we're here to do. And they share with us their journey and what are they doing right now with that love they found within themselves. These episodes are also on video and audio and you can find them all there. And you can also find them on our, our Rumble channel. If you go to the bottom right corner of TV, there's a support link. You click on that one, you'll see all of our social media links. 
and you'll see a Rumble account if you just want to watch videos in Rumble. That's that's there too. We have a Telegram chat room if you want to contact us. You got any questions, suggestions? That's the place to contact us. Join our little community there on a Telegram chat. And that's the place where we all get together. And, you know, you have anything to talk about this stuff, that's the place to do it. We also have three news channel, a Telegram chat room and X or formerly Twitter. That it's news and um, truth social. And these are just we choose the most objective, logical stuff out of the underground news out there. Because the mainstream is just an agenda with lies of lies and, you know, peppered with a little bit of truth in order to, you know, control the attention of people, right? But the underground is no different. The underground is, is um, full with, you know, minds, minds for the war minds, you know, and not minds. But uh, it's it's scary. And so we're trying to find the most objective stuff, the stuff that has trails and, and you know, you can actually sort of verify it because ultimately if you were not there when it happened, we don't really know. We're just dealing with data here. And we do, we, we do need to make decisions out of data. So I try to put the, the best data that we can, the most objective, logical trails with, you know, receipts and stuff that you can actually follow and say all this stuff, you know, it makes sense. Cohesive, very physical. We don't really go too spiritual on those a um, little bit, but mostly just what's going on at a political level, economic level, you know, world level. And, and we try to, you know, focus on how things are properly changing for the better, right? And we have also, um, we have also coaching programs if you want help, one-on-one help. All of the information you need, it's on this 800 plus episodes we have in the podcast. But if you want a soundboard one-on-one work, we have a one hour, an hour and a half uh, coaching called the um, Activation Sequence Review where we can go over your hologenetic profile, what is it, how it works for you. And it's, just, it's not just the uh, activation sequence, we also go into other parts of it. And, you know, how do we, how are, how do we use this tool to help our lives? You know, if you want that, that's available there. We also have a very specific coaching program. It's uh, 12 sessions, 90 days, three months, um, called the Life Design. And this is to align every single aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose, with your natural inner drive, your unique self-expression, so that as you go and expand into your life, you get rid of all this stuff that we're doing that it's just clutter in our lives, that is draining our energy. And so we can focus our attention and, and bring to the surface what's most important, your family, your children, your purpose in life, the, the one thing you're creating. You know, it could be, you know, something that you're really passionate about. And then give this priority and order and learn how to uh, rescue your energy from all these leaks. At the end of the day, you come back home and you're like, fuck, you're like, my God, I'm, I'm depleted. Why am I depleted when there's people that work 16 hours a day? And at the end of the day, they're just like, why? Or like, how is that even possible? They're doing 20 things and they're epic stuff. Where do they get their energy? They get their energy from a state of flow that it's organic when we know how to trigger the perfect specific combinations of chemicals in, in the body with certain actions, with certain frequencies, with certain positioning of attention. It's all 
At this point, it's becoming, we're rediscovering this true science of attention and how it can work our life and make our, make our life worth living. Not only worth living, but exciting again. Like, you know, when we began this life, we wanted to do many things. You know, now you're 40, 50, you're like, fuck, man, I just want to sit down and watch the game. Why? The sunrise is rising, sunset is setting, you know, there's, there's, Life booming out there and we are depleted because we've been sold the version of reality that the system wants us to live instead of the life that we're here to live that comes directly from your essence. So we have that coaching program that is called Life Design. We have a very specific coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of soul. It's almost not a coaching, but more like a, like a rite of passage, right? It's not for everybody. You have to be ready to give up your pain. And what I mean by give up your pain is not, uh, you know, rejecting it. It is uh, taking action while you are in the midst of your pain of your dark night and become of service and not for 20 minutes, but your entire fucking life. And and when we make that, you find within yourself the love that you wanted. So you give it to yourself by giving to others. And it's a very specific process. Not everybody's ready for it. You might need to go through your 20, 30, 50 years of dark night of soul. There's nothing nobody can do about that. But if you feel like you're ready to take that jump, we have a very specific kind of like mid-wifing, mid-husbandry, you know, kind of like process to let guide you through this dark kind of birth canal into a completely different life of love and service. And we have a very specific coaching program for coaches. If you are a business coach, a life coach, a spiritual coach, if you coach people how to do paddle boarding, any type of coaching, learn people how to build, you know, mechanical devices or how to do, you know, um, steel works or how to do anything that you coach, how to make a podcast and connect, create um, a connection with a specific kind of people that resonate with your internal unique frequency. You and people like you, and they're going to want to work with you. Can't wait to work with you because you're coming from this organic, natural, uh, real, authentic place from yourself. And we do this via video podcast, audio podcast, or both. And you create a specific connection with your people by being authentic. We focus on spiritual side, the coaching side, the technical side and the marketing side, the entire business of how to use a podcast to create this, uh, what we call a highly um, qualified client lead stream of leads of people that actually you can actually help. They want to be helped. And helped by you specifically, not anybody else, because of the frequency that you're putting out and you're putting it out. And you're connecting also, spreading a network with the type of coaching that we do and help you put it all together. We've been through, you know, through almost three years of this podcast. We've seen a lot of potholes and, you know, on the road. And we can, you know, at this point we say, well, don't do that or do this instead, you know. And, and you can skip a lot, a lot of these mistakes and just target exactly what works. It works both for people that you, you know, you're reaching in the mainstream and also in the underground, which is kind of like a difficult, you know, challenging thing right now to do for many people. How do you actually succeed in your business creating a network while the kind of stuff that you're saying it's heretic, 
<laughs> like the mRNA vaccines are a bioweapon. Oh my God, banned from fucking YouTube and Facebook. Bye-bye. You know, there is an underground movement that is rising and starts with X and other stuff, Telegram, and there is a way to work through that one also. And we work through that both, both channels for all types of coaches. It's called the Client Generator. And you can find that link also at the bottom right corner of TV by clicking that support button. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.